Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Sterner, play action, looking, punch, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas, oh my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Sterner throws, With two great locations and hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Sterner, very confident. Throwing down the middle. Hey, this Clint Sterner, he's putting on a show. Check them out or visit online at msastore.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. Oh. Wide open receiver, it's Cobb towards the end zone. Welcome in, Clint. You're joining me, Steve Sullivan, and Pigskin Preacher. No Justin or no Wes on a Friday during football season. Come on now. I love it, man. They, they, uh, they left the, the pen open, didn't they? Let's get it, boys. <laughs> hey, talk about a guy who had an edge playing. Yes. <laughs> We're on the air with him now. <laughs> You know, I told Clint oh, about a month ago. I, I didn't realize this till I, I watched the game, the Citrus Bowl, when Clint and Brady were going mano a mano. That last interception that Michigan got a pick six on—that was not Clint's fault. He hit the dude in the hands and he and he bobbled it and he dropped it. Clint, I think you should be exonerated from that. You had nothing to do with that pick six. Well, I, I appreciate that, man. Go ahead and knock that one off off the list, man. I, I <laughs> starting the segment up like that—that's beautiful. Anybody else got any more suggestions about knocking sacks and fumbles and interceptions off the off the resume? I need to do I'm that with saying. sermons, Clint. I mean, that sermon I preached—that was a clunker. Just uh, strike that from the record and forget it happened. <laughs> And I was thinking of you last night watching our boy Dan Campbell. Man, he's biting kneecaps. He's got them going. Pretty exciting. Yeah, man. Look, I, I, I really – look, I'm biased, I'll admit. I, I, I like Dan Campbell. I, I, spent, I crossed paths with him in, in my short stint in the NFL, and, and he's a, a Texas A&M kid, so I spent some time in Texas. And I mean, I, I'm biased. Um, but, but my time around Dan, I just – he is, he is, you know, what we all now know he is. He's a little bit off his rocker when it comes to, <laughs> to, uh, to addressing the media and motivating his team. But, but I knew from jump that, that it was going to play in the locker room, right? I mean, it, it, there's just there's something about that, that former player that's a leader of men, mm-hmm. that's extremely authentic, um, and, and he is he takes care of his guys. He's passionate, super emotional. We've all seen the, the, uh, the, the clips that have gone viral. But it's real, man. And when yes, it's sir. authentic, it plays. It plays from, from – it doesn't matter where you're from. doesn't matter – uh, what you look like, man, it just plays. And, and it's good to see that, that uh, organization rocking and rolling. You, I mean, look, you look at Jared Goff, man. You talk about a guy that I understand why. Um, I understand why uh, L.A. moved on from, from him. That's fine. If you don't like the guy, you don't feel like he's the leader to take you back to another Super Bowl, that's fine. But when, you, when you're a quarterback and, and you've taken a team to a Super Bowl, that shouldn't be dismissed or minimized in mm-hmm. any way, shape, or form. And so it's good to see Jared Goff land on his feet and appear to be having an organization three and one moving in the right direction. In their defense, they did bring in Matt Stafford and win a Super Bowl pretty much immediately. Yeah, it worked. In out their defense, okay. but uh, now yeah, it's not. Yeah, look, now it, it's it, not too at, great. At the time, yeah, now it's look, not brother. Too great. At the time, if, if you've got a chance to upgrade, I don't. I don't. I don't have. I don't have to agree with anybody. I've, I've, I've come up with this. My my short stint in the media here, man. I, I don't. I, I don't 
I don't need to agree with people. I don't. I don't. I mean, I, I, we can argue all day long on my opinions or whatever. I don't need to agree. I just if I can see the method to the madness, right? Then then okay, we can we can you know cuss and discuss and move on. Like I understand why they moved on. They could upgrade right now in the moment at quarterback with Matthew Stafford. Now in a year. Matthew Stafford got injured, mm-hmm. and, and now they're not very good, and he's going to be out of the league in a year. And Jared Goff may be playing his best ball and have Detroit making runs into the playoffs. At that point in time, you look back and you go, well, it was a good move because they won a Super Bowl, but damn, it'd be nice to have Jared Goff Absolutely. in uh, yeah. L.A. this year. So, All right. we'll see. So, let's cut to the chase. Arkansas versus Texas A&M. What do you think happens, Clint? Well, it's always a good game. That, that's that's the beauty about it. It's kind of like LSU and Arkansas, man. You can take all the box scores and the stat sheets and rankings and all that and just throw it out the window. I think it's going to be a really good football football game. I think it's going to be tight the way you slice it. Um, but I, I, I believe – now, we, we've, we've seen two different Arkansas teams. Um, I, I believe that if the Arkansas team that, that showed up against LSU, if that team shows up, they'll beat they'll be the, uh, the end. Who needs this more? Uh, if, Who do you think needs this more? Do you think Sam Pittman or Jimbo Fisher? Ooh, man, boy, you, you, that's a tough question right there, Sully. You come out of the gate hot, man. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't think either one of them uh, – let's, let's say this. It, it'll be the start of what I think will be real hot seat, the guy may not survive the year conversation. Wow. If, if Look, if, if Arkansas starts 2-3 and three with a loss to BYU and A&M beats us again, I think the noise around Sam Pittman gets loud. If Jimbo Fisher loses to Arkansas after losing to Miami in a, in a year where I think his, his seat legitimately was warm, if not hot, to start the season, um, I, I think he's got real problems in, in College Station. They're already talking about they got the money to buy him out if he doesn't make this thing happen. The fan base is starting to turn on him. I'm, I'm mm. in the middle of it down here. The fan base is starting to turn on him. And, uh, boy, he's hoping Bob Petrino can save his tail. I don't, I'm, I'm not calling for Pittman's job or anything, but do you think there's any chance that if it just we fall off the wagon wheel or the wagon that Pittman's gone after this year? Any chance? Oh, I think there's a chance, yeah. Yeah, I, I think there's a chance. Yeah, I mean, you, you had your senior quarterback coming back. You were proven well. You, the transfer portal was money. You had to hire a new offensive coordinator. Um, you got an All-American running back in the backfield. Um, if wheels come off of this thing, which I said before the season started, and again, I, I think some, some folks uh, may have picked that up and ran with it a little bit, but I, I, it, this is either going to be a nine-win team or, or, or a three-win team. Wow. And if the wheels come off, if the wheels come off of this thing um, and, and they continue, look, some of the decisions that were made the first three weeks of the season, and I don't need this isn't speculating. Hell, we 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 heard Sam Pittman talk about oh the plan was to not run run KJ Jefferson like that bit them in the tail. That yeah. cost them yeah. a three and zero start. That cost them a three and one start to the season. And if it, if that kind of thing continues, guys, I just don't know how you, I don't know how you survive it, man. I, I I don't. I mean, I hate that's the way that's where we're at in college football. But right now with. With uh, with Dion doing what he's doing and, and Elko doing at Duke what he's doing, man, these guys are there's a lot of guys out there that are winning with less. And as I said before, Arkansas doesn't have the luxury to shelve their quarterback for three ball games, and they don't have the luxury to do it. Period. Much less do it and lose one of those ball games. So yeah, look, I I, I think I, I think he's got real problems. I mean, I'm talking about back up against the wall. You start two and three, 
Now you're talking about you got to go. You got to go upset some teams, man. Mm-hmm. You got to go upset Alabama. You got to go. You're playing uphill in a major, major way in order to keep people happy around Fayetteville, and, and I think that'd be a tall task. What's your opinion on Sam Pittman getting off of Twitter? This has been a big storyline here for around a week and a half or two weeks. Look, I don't have a problem with it, with a, a man getting off Twitter. I that like it has been spun into this this uh, this mental health. Um, you know, situation, which isn't necessarily on Sam Pittman. He just told the story and, and, and what we do in the media. Everybody reports it, runs with it, especially the more clicks it gets, the more we talk about it. And it's unfortunate. I, I just, you know, I, I would, if I were in Sam Pittman, I would have, I would have done everything I could to, to not connect the mental health aspect of, of life and of college football to me getting off Twitter. I don't have a problem with him getting off Twitter. I, I don't, I mean, Look, we're all human, man. There's been moments where I get on Twitter and somebody's banging on me, and it, it affects my day. Um, you know, it affects my mood. I mean, it, I can only imagine, you know, if, if, if um, you know, being a, a head coach. Now, you get paid $5 million a year, um, you should be able to handle that. Uh, but I, when I look at Sam Pittman, Sam Pittman's not a guy that's putting out a bunch of content that we all just are dying for. Yeah, you're right. Sam Pittman, <laughs> Sam Pittman, He's not Musk. Right, we, we, we're, we're talking about this. We're talking about this like it's Deion Sanders. I mean, Deion Sanders has created an absolute business, recruiting business around Colorado and, and, and around himself. Sam Pittman hadn't done that. So him putting down Twitter – is not impacting my school's ability to recruit. I know, I know that's the, the approach. That's, I think he said that in one of his press conferences. But you know that 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 is a a, a pin drop in, in Arkansas recruiting, if that at all. And so, mm-hmm. um, if it were hurting recruiting or something, I, there'd be a different story. But I I don't have a problem with a man hanging up hanging up Twitter, hanging up social media. Look, if I was making five million dollars a year uh, to coach or something, I'd be damned if I'd pick it up. I think he needs to win. If you look at this, you talk about this being a must game, and I, I hate to put the bar this high. I think you almost need to win two out of the next three. You know, and I think the the conversation changes if you know. And I'm a sunshine pumper here. If you beat A and M and Ole Miss, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh look, I, I think I think it's very possible. I mean, I was not impressed with Ole Miss against Alabama. I wasn't impressed with Jackson Dart last year when I when I saw him in person there. Uh, in Fayetteville, I, I I just I wasn't. I think they're a very beatable football team. Now a week ago, I wouldn't even shake my mouth to say that after what Arkansas looked like the first three weeks, but after what they looked like in Death Valley in prime time uh, mm-hmm. and going toe to toe with that team, and and it's to me it's less about the score, guys, and more about I watched an Arkansas team offensively manhandle an LSU defense. Sully, you've been doing this a long time. I bet you count on one hand how many times an Arkansas offensive front manhandled an LSU defensive front. I mean, it just it just, it doesn't happen very often. I know in Arkansas they beat, you know, D-back and those boys, they were pretty good. It's happened from time to time. But that, you don't just walk in there. Like all the stories I heard about this offensive line, oh, they're not very good. The tackles yeah. stink. This guy, you know, this guy's this, this. Everybody's hurt. And then you go in there and you play LSU the way that you played them, as physical as you played them. They dominated the line of scrimmage in critical moments of that football game. If you have the ability to do that once, damn it, you need to do it for four quarters, mm-hmm. especially if Sam Pittman is your is your head coach. And so, yeah, look, I, I think it's it's very possible that they beat – A&M's a very beatable team. Ole Miss is a very beatable team. Florida, Auburn, very beatable team. Hell, Alabama is a very beatable football team. Now, it's got to be the LSU the LSU-Arkansas – it cannot be the BYU or anything that happened before BYU, Arkansas, or it's going to be a boat race. 
Clint, last year, Bobby Petrino took a Missouri State team and threw for 357 yards against the Razorback defense. Are you nervous about what he could do with Max Johnson and A&M's skill people against that secondary this week? Very nervous. Very, very nervous. I, I think Arkansas is significantly better uh, at, at, the, at the corner position. I know it's hard for some people to, to even wrap their head around after after Daniels and and neighbors just ripped them a new one last last uh, last week. But I think they're I think they're better in secondary. I think they're I think they're they're as good if not better up front. Um, and, and at the end of the day, it's going to be it's going to be a, a I believe it's going to be a high scoring affair. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there, there's we're no longer. Um, we're no longer going to going to be able to lean into the fact that Jimbo Fisher's offense is archaic and that that they're arguing when they head to the sideline after every damn drive. I mean, this is Bobby Petrino's going to have his thing buttoned up. They're going to be better this week than they've been than they've been all year long simply because it's a bunch of guys in a new system and they're getting better every week. Um, you know, I, I think you got a guy that that's going to have to win from the pocket where the Connor Wegman gets to beat you with his legs a bit. So that's a win, Arkansas. But yeah, look, I, I think I think it's going to be a higher scoring affair. But I like I like our secondary. Last year, we got ran through like mess through a goose, and, and we just weren't. <laughs> I, I know that the stats may say a little different, but let's be honest. We weren't out there like generating turnovers, like just uh, you know, a turnover machine by, by the, the style of play. So I feel like we, we got a chance to be better across the board, and we, we got a better chance of actually forcing turnovers and forcing the, uh, bad decisions by the quarterback, those kind of things. I think we're in a position to compete, no doubt. Excellent. Thanks for coming on, Quint. We'll talk to you Monday. Always good, man. Miss all you guys, and uh, good to hear y'all without Justin and Wes in the family. <laughs> Thanks, Wes. <Glenn. laughs> <laughs> y'all be good, fellas.